Hey, AfterBuzz TV listeners, want to share your opinions, give feedback, or tell us what you're thinking? Send us a voice message. Voice messages are an easy way for you to send us audio that might end up in a future episode of our After Show. They're the latest feature from Anchor, the platform we use to publish and distribute our podcasts to you for free. You could send us voice messages about all sorts of topics. Maybe questions you have for us, what you thought of the latest episode of this TV show, or even your best impression of one of the characters. We'll see all of your messages, and we might even add them into a future episode. Anchor makes this part super easy. You can send us a voice message right now from wherever you're listening. Just tap the link in the show notes. We cannot wait to hear from you. What's up, After Buzzers? Welcome back to season two, episode eight, the series finale of Barry. Berkman over block. We're talking Barry's plunge into darkness. We're talking Sally totally selling out. We're talking Gene finally learning the truth. All that and more coming up for you next. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's going on? Hey, hey, hey. 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 <laughs> What's up, party people? I am your host, Erica Edwards, and I am here with my amazing co-host, Ricky Vertucci. What's going on, everyone? And the amazing and also beautiful Miss Conversation Peace. Hello, hello. How are you? What's up, you guys? So we're here. We're talking everything, the season finale. But stay tuned all the way to the end because we have special segments. We have news and gossip, all that good stuff, all that coming up for you next. So stay tuned and keep watching. Um, All right, you guys. Oh, my God. I loved this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, this is... This one really did it for me. Like, I think this might be the episode I like the best out of the two seasons, really. For sure. What do you guys think overall? Great episode. Great episode. Um, I, there's just so much you see Barry going through. Like, he's trying to be so good. <laughs> trying to be so good. And then... You think so that he killed half the cast? <laughs> well, I wasn't trying to go there yet. <laughs> but... But not the half that counts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the but prior to that, Barry was his, was trying to change for um, the better, for the good, for the better. But for yeah. um, Sally, no, the what's the teacher's name Gene. again? Gene. Yes. I don't know. I just blanked out on him. Uh, he, he was, was trying, trying to change, and then like with with the pin and 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 trying to call him up, and it was good. I I I liked it. I saw a lot of good pieces in there. Um, it just sucks at the end. Barry just went back to old Barry. <laughs> conversation. I don't know if he was trying to do good for Gene, but Gene was definitely a motivation. But I just think this episode was about like a lot of replacements. I mean, Sally replaced her script. Um, Noho Hank was replaced by uh, Poutineer or whoever, whatever his name is that came from Czech. Um, Sally... Uh, and who else? So Gene, he replaces Barry with his son, you know, when his son picks him up from the jail. So I feel like a lot of replacements were happening, and uh, we don't know what's going to happen next season, but this left me wanting more for sure. Oh, yes, exactly. I totally, totally agree. So before we get into the dark stuff, let's start off the top talking about Sally and her performance and as Miss Conversation piece mentioned, her switch, you know, in her ending or whatever. Um, so what did you guys think about her deciding to go, you know, with the lie instead of the truth? I, I, don't, I don't think she decided. 
I think it accidentally came out. And I think she completely went off script because that's what she really wanted to happen in her life. I, I honestly didn't feel like she purposely went off script and said a different story. I think the nerves got to her. But the nerves got to her and it brought out the truth of what she really wanted to happen. What what her ego was starving for her to do when all that stuff was going on. And for all that stuff to happen, it was just a Freudian slip of something that she really wanted to to actually happen in real life. And it did it. And she got that opportunity. And you could see her subconscious mind speak to her. I think it was just a vulnerable place for her to go and she didn't really want to because she was afraid what the people would think of her. She was afraid of what the class thought of her when she did it in front of the class and it took her a couple times to actually... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline get it out and then when she was able to it it was embarrassing for her she she didn't even want to go back out there so I feel like that and then on top of that Barry wasn't in his right mind he wasn't you know he was there supporting her all those other times this time he was out of it and I feel like with him being out of it she was out of it yeah I agree with you but I do think because right before she goes on and she's talking to Barry and she's like you know I'm supposed to tell the truth I'm supposed to tell the truth so I do think that yeah she was plagued by nerves and then even when she met with her agent her agent was clearly frazzled (laughs) and freaking out and you know and she sold it out and this is the biggest night ever and I but I do think when it came down to it she made a decision like no I'm gonna lie and you know what I'm saying and as opposed to because to me I feel like she was nervous at first like you said but then when her agent came and see her she came to a place where she was like this is my truth and that gave her so much strength in these other episodes that made her be able to turn down that crazy job deal or whatever but at the moment when it really the rubber really hit the road she was like I'm gonna go with the lie here's an idea and I thought about it the second time I saw this 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 episode the second time she may of switched it to where she has the big performance because remember the agents loved Barry's performance over mm. hers yeah. so since this was her show her showcase uh, for Ooh. her not to be able to give that performance and allow Barry to take the spotlight because the spotlight's really on uh, him because he's the person who's abusing her right and he has those big powerful lines and she's just there and like taking the abuse so she may have besides nerves besides what she really wanted to happen in real life but on top of that she didn't want barry to steal the show again because mm. Barry, he stole the show. I got him in like the room for this freaking film, and and it, it, it helped Barry out more than it helped her. Well, I think I don't necessarily think I do think she has a little jealousy with Barry and his right. situation. Sure. A lot of jealousy, oh, for sure. For but sure. I don't think 
she didn't want him to perform at his full potential because she needed him to pull it out of her and for it to be a good piece. I feel like she still wanted that to happen. That's why she slapped him. Yeah, She's exactly. Like, get it, get it together. Exactly. Basically. Now there was a moment I felt like when she slapped him, he did have this look like you about her. to get it. Yeah. You about to get it because yeah. Fuchs done made me mad and it's about to go down on your face. But right. he held back, which I was kind of surprised because I was like, oh my gosh, he's really gonna blow. But he held back. So. I know, and that, that was a moment I thought. Remember when he got the motivation to exactly. to do it the last time when they had the standing ovation in class? Yeah. I thought that was the same moment he was having there, but it didn't do the same. See, I, f- I felt I felt his his performance like in the beginning. He wasn't supposed to go big. Like he was he he was in a place of knowing what happened that night of the story. He's drunk because he has a drink. I mean, he he's not supposed to just come straight out right. Like yeah. the the character that he's playing gradually gets there, and I feel like his beginning few lines was on point. Like, who the fuck was that guy? Why yeah. he's a scumbag? Blah 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 blah. Right. Right. I think he was where he wanted to be, and that's what I was about to but say. But she the- just went off the complete <laughs> round. But this is the thing, both versions are powerful and that's why that's why everybody was coming up to her afterwards so either way either script that she went with i think it would have been powerful either way but do you think people would have came up to her if she didn't blow her top she wasn't supposed See, to I blow the table. I think they would have. I think they would have. I think yeah. they absolutely would so. have. They would have had a different me, emotion. To me what was interesting was um at the end of the um at the end of this scene or whatever, she and her agent, they kinda get it. Like she's almost in tears because everybody's like, Oh, this is so great, this is so great. But this is in essence, isn't you know, they tried to say it was different, but it wasn't that different from the cookie cutter thing that she just turned down. And so she knew it was BS. She knew it was commercialized. And that was the thing that was so interesting to see on her face where it's like, Yeah, she has all these success and accolades, but she doesn't feel like she was true to herself. And I think with her and with Barry and with Fuchs and with Noho and with everybody, it's about staying. Can you stay true to who you are or not? You know. Yeah, but I feel like these people came up. It's it's not even. I feel like they came up to her because of of her standing up to a man who abused her. Because if you hear uh, one of the wives. I have a friend, she went through the exact same thing, and it's so good to see that you're actually telling the story and blah, 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 blah. So it's very empowering for a woman to actually stand up to a man who's not treating her right. And I feel like that's exactly what made everyone love her piece. It's because she was the person who stood up. I agree with that, but I also feel like it's to say, you know, the mass is all like Coke. You know what I'm saying? It's it's very, it was to me, it was, it was very strong. And it is the ideal. But it's like the happy ending. It's like the fairy tale. And yeah. what she did before was real. And relatable, relatable. Relatable and real and authentic. Yeah. And I think that is kind of where this one is kind of like, you know, um, what did they say? Uh, the, the Mel Gibson movie. This is like bare- she's the Shiro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. This is just a commercial. You know, basically a commercial. But 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 very powerful. I agree with you. But but to me, I still feel like she was disappointed in herself because she wasn't authentic and true. Exactly why. Yeah, so that's exactly why so, yeah. she was upset for sure. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it'll be interesting to see in the seasons to come that dichotomy because it's kind of like what we were saying before when she turned down that great job. It was like, you know, oh, the, you know, the 
the ladies, whatever, <laughs> the revenge ladies or yeah. whatever it was. And it's like she turned that down because she wanted this, you know, this deeper purpose. And now if she gets success, is she going to be able to stay true to her but purpose? But this is the thing. She's she's helping women either way because most women don't stand up. Most women don't leave. Most women go through the cycle over and over and over again. So for her to put out a piece where a woman stands up, sometimes you need to see a victor, a victory. Right, right. Or not a victim. So that can be as inspirational as her showing her truth of her being battered and giving him another chance. It, it, it because it's relatable people go through right. it but at the same time um people need to see the the stand up version because that will inspire them to stand up i feel i feel like if it was true it would have been so much more mm. it was great when she did she even threw me off i was like whoa yeah. did she just flip that table yeah mm-hmm. like she got like me me going into it knowing ex- exactly what was supposed to happen and then her flipping the switch on her being the one that's like you thought like I was like wow but that's good acting she, she captivated yeah. me like, that's a she, good movie yeah. she got yeah. me right but but people want to know if someone finds out that that's not the truth she, all her credit is going to come off oh whatever Avengers none of that is true when the heroes <laughs> save the day so well, see, people still a, love that, Avengers but, but those are superheroes <laughs> but yeah and I think but I think yeah that's the question though I think that it really comes down to is how much do you give up of your of who you are of your truth of your art of your you know of why you're doing this outside of money for the success of what the masses want. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yeah, right now, you know, vampires might be hot or whatever. And are you willing to sacrifice um, your craft or your art or your gift, you know what I'm saying, and be authentic to or do or you get the money? I don't feel like that's not been authentic. I feel like every movie has embellishments, even if it's a biopic. Nobody's putting out their worst stories of their life. They're going to they're going to amp up the good things that they've done. And even remember when she was like, we've inspired people. The whole class got up there and did a different version of their story. If you remember the alien story, mm. the, yeah. when the guy got up there, he, he he told it more detailed of how he saw his dad at the store. He gave him money and never heard of him again. But when we first heard that alien story, it wasn't as deep. It was like, oh, I see aliens. And we were like, what are you talking about? His delivery was different. If Exactly. If and also... And also the girl with the horse, where it was like it was this other story about horses when really you found out the true trauma was her mother died in a fire. So to me, some of everybody was sort of being trying to be them true selves, their true selves. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you guys. I I don't think that what she did was a total sellout. But in the end, I feel like. She feels like it is. Absolutely. You know what I I'm think saying? the agent even is like, and the what agent, just happened? The agent was like, too. And then except the mics love it. So if they love it, it's fine. <laughs> theoretically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that I think what's interesting about that is I do feel like as an actor, as a writer, as any sort of creative, that always comes down to, that's always what it comes down to. Do you want to make it and make money and be able to eat and <laughs> do whatever? Or do you want to be like the starving artist? That's always true. I just want to say one last thing. All of these movies and the actors and actresses that play in them, and they all come from true stories, like Dallas Buyers Club, Matthew McConaughey. He won an act. Uh, he won a freaking Oscar. Tr- people want to see the truth, and people want, like the like the Avengers is not going to win an Oscar. 
great film, entertaining film, but the truth, like actual real life stories stick with people so much more. And I feel like if someone is if someone finds out that that wasn't the true story, it's going to discredit it. Because he, you, you like you could even see the like agent like Okay, but that wasn't the truth. Like, her face, she had a blank face, on, but she was confused. Right, right. But you got to also think that guy is still alive, and he's he, he also pressured Sally to not tell that version as well. So do you think that's why? No, no, no. No, I, no she definitely did it because she was nervous, I think. Yeah. But I think it'll be interesting to see how her career starts for to sure. play out. Because yeah. this was a big power move for her. Absolutely. And it, was, and it was interesting because she was the one going to bury, oh, I want to be so true. I want to be so true. <laughs> and now she lies at the end. And so that's what's interesting, I think, about this episode is everybody is struggling with who they really are. For sure. I really think Sally's going to blow up off of this and that X is going to come up creeping like, this ain't my story. But that's a prediction. Never mind. Exactly. Let's save it. Let's <laughs> save it. Let's save it. Let's save it. All right. Before we move on to the next topic, someone has something amazing to tell you. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you so, so much for making us the ESPN of TV talk. Without you, there would be no us. And without no us, we can't give you some amazing content. So... I'm going to ask you guys some some amazing favors. Please subscribe below. Hit that little subscribe red button that you see so you could follow subscribe. us and get notifications once we go live and, and we're doing amazing stuff. Secondly, if you're listening to this on iTunes, please rate us five stars and comment on how you feel. And most importantly, thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much for supporting us and showing us so much love and allowing us to do what we love so we could give you some amazing content. So thank you. All right, so let's move on to Fuchs, um, our, our our boy here, the craziness of Fuchs. I hate okay, him. so yes, I thought he was going to be man enough to pull the trigger, but he I punks, so too. he punks out. Yes, Ricky and I were both wrong. Um, he totally punks out, and you know, and flees. And what's interesting is when Barry comes, you know, so we see Barry running through the woods. And so Barry has a choice at this point to save Jean or to chase Fuchs. And, of course, he chooses Jean over Fuchs. And I have a picture of the moment when he, uh, you know, if we can pull it up. Of when he which decides, was a yeah. crucial, crucial moment. Which was, oh, yeah. which was fact number, which was not... Fact, but it was um, the first sign of Barry trying to do something better. He could have went after Fuchs because that's what the reason why he was actually there was for Fuchs. He was trying to get at Fuchs. Yeah, but right. when he, he started to hear the sirens, he knew it was too close of a you know a time gap for him to get away. Also, but that's a good choice, though. He's yeah, going yeah. To I save think the I teacher. think he had a choice between. Um, I think he had the choice to either pursue. You know, I mean, I think he consciously decided, okay, I love, Jean. not love, I guess we won't say love, but his feelings for he Jean. He appreciates Jean. He appreciated Jean. I just think he didn't think that Fuqua was going to be right there. Like, he, No, of course not. And, and I feel like when he made the choice, it wasn't to necessarily save him. It was more to see, like, what happened. Like, he thought that maybe, you know, he might have gotten him or something. Exactly, exactly. All right, well, here, okay, so here's our first pick, because actually I'm one behind. So this is the pick of when Sally <laughs> freaks out and, like, flips the script, which we already sort of discussed. And then the next picture is when Barry 
you know, decides and like shuts down the um, because to me, I felt like even here, he took a big chance by going with um, Gene to the police. You know what I'm saying? But you have to know that he is a trained liar because he's an assassin. So they're Mm -hmm. always trained to have some kind of like lie or backup. Yeah, I mean, definitely has a plan, but. Clearly, running behind Fuchs could have been easier for him. But, you know, he's smart, and he actually pulled it out for everybody. And so, you know, so he decides to stay and show his concern and try to save Gene. Now, he doesn't save him by confessing, which he could have done, but he decides to stay and, uh, you know, save Gene as uh, Fuchs, you know, flees. But if you saw before he shut that trunk, yeah, he planted the pin. Exactly, mm. exactly, exactly. Which was to cover his ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or everybody. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. why not save yourself and your friends? No, right. <laughs> but then he goes from making a good choice to seeing Gene if he's okay. And then he's like, shit, let me put this pin in here in case this comes back to me. They'll find this. And if, and if, any, if the spotlight is on me now, now it's going to go off because of the pin and and what is set and what the message is on the pin. That's right. his assassin mind. Of course. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Stacks. So Fuchs, uh, you know, so so now we see this interaction between Fuchs and our boy Noho. So Noho. <laughs> Freaking Noho. <laughs> so Fuchs is on the run and he he goes to Noho for protection. You know, I was like, yeah, I can't protect you. Like, I can't even. They, they're not listening to me. But what's interesting, I think, is Fuchs is kind of quick-witted as well and decides to, like, oh, okay, you know, you thought Barry could negotiate. I made Barry. Let me see what I can do. Uh, how did you guys feel about Fuchs really kind of turning the tables and kind of saving himself, actually? I mean, he's classic I think it, it, it was not going to happen if Esther and Crystal Ball didn't show up because they have allegiance to Barry. So if they wouldn't have showed up and Barry's the one who trained them, Barry's now friends with them, um, I don't think that Fuchs could have talked them into whatever he was trying to do. Wait, who's Barry? Friends the Noho Hanks, uh, Noho Hanks uh, army. Right, right, right. Yeah. So okay, remember, he yeah, trained yeah. them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Actually, I was kind of interesting. It was interesting about that because I was so surprised. Um, I thought it was. I, I kind of understood why they let Fuchs in because he did negotiate this settlement between Cristobal and Esther and Noho, and they're like partying it up or whatever. So I got that part, but I was surprised that they were so quick to turn their guns sort of on Barry or to... Well, the only reason is because Barry came in shooting. Blasting. Yeah. Yeah. And and he wasn't going to do that until Esther was like, white man in jacket. It's him. Yeah. No, white man in Lululemon tracksuit. Yes, exactly, exactly. Shout out to Lululemon placement. <laughs> right? Everyone's going Everyone's to buy Lululemon, going to Lululemon now. Exactly, exactly. So that was interesting because I, exactly, I was like, well, okay, they, they let Fuchs in to negotiate, but I did feel like their allegiance was with Barry. So that was really, um, that was really, I thought that was a really interesting play on but that. But you thing. have to see when Esther and Cristobal showed up, No Ho Hank and uh, Fuchs were just in the middle of having a conversation about right. to speak to the, the army. So the army didn't even know what Fuchs was there for. They no. just saw him as another body there. And then when the whole you know, Crystal Ball and Esther situation came about. That was Fuchs 
thinking quickly to, you know, go cover his tracks because he already knows that he needs the army to help him. Right. And not just that, though. I mean, he, yeah, exactly. He needs protection. That's why he went there to know how mm-hmm. Hank. But what I thought was interesting was that Fuchs finally said, oh, okay, well, I can't kill nobody. I'm not no killer. Well, I can negotiate. I can talk some nonsense. Yeah. You know, I can manipulate. I can make them, you know, stand that's down. That's what he's good at. Which, yeah, that's what he's good Fast talking. So that was, that was kind of, I thought, an interesting move on his part. And how about the point where Noho and Crystal Ball meet oh, and they, when make they hug up and they hug and then Crystal Ball's like Tiamo que corazon and he and, 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 and then he starts humping him. Oh I'm my like, gosh. What is, what is the going bromance on? The is, is, is real. back. Yes. And it yes. makes Esther feel some kind of way. Esther's like giving him like the dog eye, you know, like Yeah, she's the ready evil to, eye. Yeah. Esther is ready to to go Attack. To go, to go crazy. So, um, so as this is happening, we see um, Jean is taken into custody. So, Jean, you know, Jean is totally like traumatized for sure. You know what I'm saying? He's totally in a stupor at this point, and uh, and he's totally upset. And then, um, you know, the pin saves him. And what's interesting is, uh, as we mentioned, Barry he calls Leo. Or he calls. He calls Gene. He's calling to check up on Gene, and he calls. And here's a picture. That's the next picture I have. Is um, kind of how sad Barry is at the uh, bus stop. Yeah, he feels like he messed up, and that you know Leo is there to replace him. I feel like because he's like not used to you know Gene having anyone to be there for him, and they're kind of there for each other. I feel like. I agree. I think that when he talked to Leo on the phone, and it was so interesting because he was like, tell your dad, I think, you know, people can really change. And then he goes on to, like, not change, obviously. Mm -hmm. But um, that part, I do agree with you. I think he thought um, he was being replaced. Uh, You know, he just seemed so down and lost at that point, trying to be good. Hey, After Buzzers, we wanted to quickly let you know about one of our new sponsors, the podcast Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet. Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is a comedy podcast featuring siblings Christine and Alex who read the one-star reviews they can find on the internet of anything and everything written by real people with not-so-real problems. From bad reviews of grocery stores in Ohio to strip clubs in Vegas, Alex and Christine read you some of the worst reviews in the most dramatic way possible. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify or any of your favorite podcast apps and you can also find them on all social media platforms at beach to sandy check it out i think that moment that barry was at the bus stop i think it wasn't just only that he felt like he messed up i think it was a lot of things i think he was still in shock from sally's performance that's number one two he was still afraid for gene because they think this whole time barry still thinks that Gene is going to jail for killing her. Exactly. So and he, Fuch, but Fuchs told him, if you want to save him, you have to confess. You can confess. Yeah. Now what you gonna do? But this is the thing. He wasn't there. So how... I Ooh. feel like uh, Gene. Okay. He wasn't there when it happened. So I feel like he has an alibi. So I kind of feel like that's why Barry isn't... Well, no, no, no. no. But, they got, but, but, but the thing was, 
that Fuchs called, called and exactly. said, I killed her. Yeah. So once, from his once, phone. Yeah, from his phone. So once you confess, it's like, you know, um, and and you do have a good point. Like, if he maybe had he been responding and they were like, oh, this mystery person, you know, um, and it was interesting because the pen just magically saved him, which was a great thing. And, uh, you know, so it's it's kind of interesting. And then the moment when Barry gets the text and it's totally, it's like, okay, he's lost Gene. He's, you know, Sally's moved on without him. And now NoHo Hank is like, well, we good. We don't need you because we got Fuchs now. I don't think he gives two craps about Sally. I think he's genuinely, this whole time, he's so worried about Gene and doesn't want Gene to go down for something that he didn't do. Because if he has, look, at the end of the day, Barry has a lot of love for Gene. Gene right. has done a lot. Even though Gene has his little, you know, he has his. You got to pay me right now. Right, right. <laughs> right, like, right. He does things for things back, but he still has an appreciation for Gene. And I feel like. He's calling to be like, so what's going on? Did he get booked? And then when he hears that they found the pin, he's like, yes, thank God. Well, this is the thing. I feel like he is only concerned with revenge at this point. Once he hears Fuchs is there, oh, it wasn't. Done. It wasn't. Oh, I'm being replaced. It was. Let me go kill him and whoever stands in my way. And that's exactly what he did. Except he didn't get to Fuchs. I don't. I don't think it had anything to do with him being replaced. I was just he had a mission. It was Gene being okay and killing Fuchs. Those are the two things that was on his mind. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, yeah, but I do think there's something interesting in that. At that point, he had lost everything, For sure. so he has nothing to lose. And all of this trying to be good, and now you know, now he has no one really. Uh, so he does. So you know, so he goes on this rampage. And um, so what's interesting is, yeah, he's after Fuchs, but he just comes in shooting. Yes, he's Guns back to blazing. the old Barry. You Guns. know, when, we, when he first came, you, you see how he killed all four of the Czechs? Yeah. Uh, Chechen, what do we say? How do we say? Chechen. Chechens. Chechens. <laughs> Chechens. Damn Remember, chickens. <laughs> when he first killed them, because remember, Noho Hank has forgiven him for the others that he killed. Right. And so this is a reminiscent of when Barry was on his A-game as an assassin. Exactly. Exactly. And then I have a picture of... Because he killed everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm always a picture behind. Okay, so here is a picture of Gene reuniting with Leo, which I was really touched yeah. by this moment, actually, um, because it was it never really explained what caused Leo to, to make the big turnaround, but... I just feel like when you when, when family needs you, you you're you're gonna step be up. Yeah, I agree. It's your dad, too. I agree. I agree. And so then the next picture, the next one, that's Fuchs! Fuchs! Like, that picture says it all. Like, Barry goes on this rampage where it's like he can't even see what he's doing. He's just shooting, he's just shooting, he's just shooting. And one thing I found interesting, well, two things in the in the rampage part was when he shot... Um, when he came back and saw that he had killed Maybrick, his his protege, that's when it finally like clicked to him, like, oh my gosh. He totally freaked out. But what was also interesting, and they talked about this in the after um you show. know after show or whatever, was that he used that bullet that Noho mm-hmm. Hank said, Okay, take you know, that Noho Hank first got mm-hmm. when he messed up. Mm-hmm. The bullet that you use when you take people out. And that was the one that yeah. was on Esther. So that was really um I thought an interesting way to kind of tie the story together. Well, he had no choice but to kill his protege, unfortunately, because he was gonna kill Barry. He just flinched. Well, exactly. And that was the best 
best part because that's what Barry told him. If you pause, you die. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly how he died. I don't think that he was... I don't think he was trying to kill Barry. He didn't even know who was shooting. So he was just ready to shoot whoever came through that door. And the minute he saw that it was Barry, he he stopped. Oh, that he, like, flinch. smiled. Right, he paused. Yeah, he paused to and see Barry. Barry did not. And that is, and fundamentally, that was Barry's point in training to right. him. That was his one mistake even back then. If you pause, you're going yeah. to die. And that's the full, full circle because when he paused, when he was about to kill Esther, that's how Esther recognized him, and that's how the whole right. shootout exactly. happened. He, exactly. Boom, we just exactly. saw him be shot right in the head. Exactly. And <laughs> this is the one time where he really followed through with every all of his training that he taught them yeah. that he hasn't been following all season. He came <laughs> with it. He was like, nah, you know, you all going down. Now, Fuchs still escaped. Nonetheless, but uh, you know, because I was able to convince them in two minutes just by this whole negotiation of a softy that Crystal Ball is. The only reason that Crystal Ball, um, you know, made up with No Ho Hank is because he's a big softy. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Mr. Exactly. Softy. We exactly. still love you, though. We love you, Michael. <laughs> come back, come back, Crystal Ball. You know, he's next, actually next season shooting. Today. Um. Mayans now. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. 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 So now he's a mean drug dealer. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that whole thing I thought was so um, interesting. You know what I'm saying? Just his whole, his whole freak out. And then when he kind of like is almost in tears when he realized what he's done, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Really realizes, you know, kind of how far he's gone and they sort of close it out with him, like sort of walking into darkness. How beautiful. In this game, you gotta be dark. You gotta have a black heart because you're going to end up killing a friend. You're going to end up killing somebody close to you. I mean, it's, it's, this is how it works in this, in this field. I if, guess. if you saw the like after show, right? Mm-hmm. So, Bill Hader says that in the beginning they introduce Barry of him coming out of exactly. the dark, out of the darkness, mm-hmm. and then they they have him exit into the dark, mm. which was a great. And I have my fun fact mm-hmm. is going to explain how he came up with that. Yeah, but that was a great. I loved that scene, yeah. and I loved kind of the depth of it because it really kind of touched you. And and it's in you know just ah, oh, it's like okay, how is he like this one man wiping out everybody? And how did No Whole Hank? Stay alive after all of this. All right. So, <laughs> here we have the next picture. <laughs> Finally, Noho Hank hiding pops behind the up. pops up with um, Latir, uh, the guy from Chechnya. Che- 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 I Sorry. thought his name was Pooped here. I thought it was Latir, but um, Poop Latir, all same difference. You guys, let us know in the comments. Yeah, so it's interesting because I think originally, had people survived, um, no whole Hank would have been shit back, but now we'll save it for we'll save it for. Do, does uh, this guy know that Bear is the one who killed the chicks before or yeah, this time? The, the, not this time. The first time. The first time. I don't think we we haven't seen this guy, so I don't know. We won't know until mm-hmm. next season. Well, remember they were calling him over the phone and they were giving uh, Hank the orders, right? Weren't they? Right, but I don't think because remember when um, before Hank kind of covered it up with Barry, okay. and then everybody who was here died except for Noho Hank. So that's how he moved up. So I don't know what these people know or okay. what that guy knows really. How funny though, Noho Hank in the beginning when he walks in and, and then he's pointing to the big Buddha 
And he's like, that's such an eyesore. Let's get that removed. Exactly. Well, that, that thing just saved your life. Right. Exactly. <laughs> because exactly. you're hiding behind it so no one's seeing you. So, I, I don't know. I found it to be pretty ironic that he was hiding behind something that he didn't even want there and thought it was a complete eyesore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought and, it was pretty funny. And that's what I really so much um, loved about this particular episode because it tied up For all sure. of the loose ends in a way that was natural and not corny. Because, you yeah. know, sometimes you're like, oh, okay, okay, I got it, I got it, yeah. I got it. But this way, things were sort of surprising but kind of a, na- a natural resolution to whatever was going on with the, with the particular character. <laughs> so funny. So, you know, so it's so interesting. So it's like, okay, well, no ho Hank, of course, survives to live another day because he's not a fighter. You have to have no soul, to quote uh, Fuchs, in order to kill somebody. He's a, he's a professional hider. Exactly. <laughs> he's, a, exactly. he's a hide and seeker. Well, I think exactly. he's going he's gonna to hold it down for Barry and, you know... All right, well, let's wait. Let's yep. wait. Let's All wait because right. we're almost done. All right. So um, <laughs> she's excited. Everyone. I know everybody's excited. <laughs> she wants her predictions for next season. I'm not ready for it to be over. I know. I'm, I, but thank God it's renewed because this is because we can't wait really. Um, all right. So the final scene. OMG. Okay. So when you think you could not be surprised anymore, we see we we close it out with Gene reminiscing about our girl Paula Newsom, Janice. Uh, and all the moments that they had together. And then, you know, uh, that moment when he realizes, which is what I have a picture of right here, mm. when he recalls that Fuchs whispered to him and said, Barry did this. Which I'm, I'm upset that we didn't catch that and, and question it last show. We completely... Because I barely heard it. No, no, they didn't say anything. They, it, was, it was completely on, on a... There was no sound. Oh, okay. But I'm surprised that we didn't catch that. Well, you know what? I think when I saw it, from what I recall last season, he had the gun. Right. And it was like he was going to shoot. And then it wasn't until, I didn't notice until this episode that he leaned in. I was like, is he kissing him? What is he doing? I did notice oh. a lean in at the oh, beginning okay. of this episode. So I don't know if, I didn't. I don't recall seeing it last episode. I recall seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him yeah, lean in, too. but we, like you said, didn't hear what he said. So I thought he was just like, you know, how you talk to someone right. before you kill him. Like, you whatever and then yeah 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 so this was like the craziest ending ever it's like oh my god (laughs) oh my gosh like barry is responsible but then again how do you trust someone who said that who gave you a fake name who yeah who did you know your but he's not thinking of it he's just he's just feeling all of these emotions and the thing about it is I don't even think that's what's going to make him and Barry fall out. It's going to be the fact that Barry is guilty and is going to have this guilty conscience and it's going to make him have to like fess up to to um mm. to Jean. Yeah, and all right, you guys. <laughs> We're not going to hold on any longer. <laughs> she just gave you all her predictions. <laughs> I have more. I have more predictions. I know, I know, I know. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, let's do our, uh, before we do predictions, because, yeah, because I have a response to that myself. So let's do some, uh, let's do our special segments. So um, let's start off with uh, Busted Everything's Drugs. Ooh. So this drug lord that was busted in the 90s, his name was John Lee Yi Gong. He was born in 1963 in Shanghai. He's a Mexican businessman with Chinese origin. He was accused of trafficking pseudofendrin um, from Mexico to Asia. 
At the time of his arrest, he had $207 million in cash. Wow. There is a picture of oh, it. Oh, wow. Plus $18 million in pesos in the house. He claims that he was forced by Javier Lozano Alcon, and he was the Secretary of Labor at the time, and he was told to keep it at his home, and the money would be used during Felipe Calderon's presidential campaign in 2006 and that caused the charges against him to be dismissed in 2009 so he was able to get away with all this uh, money laundering drug trade all of that because he was forced by the government so he's out there living his best life right now um, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of government I mean, uh, corruption and stuff exactly, happening with these drugs exactly it, it, is, it is a little crazy alright so our next special segment are behind the scenes fun facts Ooh. I like that sound. <laughs> okay, so Barry Starr, executive producer, writer, and director Bill Hader has been kind enough to speak with Collider at length about each individual episode of Barry Season 2 for the past eight weeks. And during their extensive chat about the finale, which Barry directed, he shed some light on how his conclusion came to be. Had Hader revealed that the final ten minutes of the episode came to him in one fell swoop while stuck in traffic and discuss the challenges he faced in directing such a complex, character-centric episode. So he thought about that idea about the ending when he was stuck in traffic on his way to Saturday Night Live. Yeah, mm. I was about to say hashtag 405. That's but what, if he was in Saturday Night Live, yeah, then it was yeah. in New York. Yeah. But yeah, okay. That's a good creative space. Sometimes in your car, you could just think of stuff, especially when you're stuck in traffic for especially 45 minutes. Especially something dark and violent, because traffic <laughs> is the yeah. worst. <laughs> in LA, yeah. Exactly, exactly. All right, you guys, the moment you've been waiting for our predictions for next season. <laughs> And now, you're after Buzz TV <laughs> All right, take it away, Ms. Conversation. Oh, please. I have so many predictions. Well, we know. I know. <laughs> I feel like the same way that Crystal Ball was able to forgive Noho Hank, he's going to forgive Barry um, and still like end up working with Barry in the end. So even though they're with Fuchs right now, I feel like... Barry will still be able to work with the army and they will have his back and Fuchs will get out of the way some kind of way. Um, um, Noho Hank, I think he's going to end up going back to (laughs) Chechnya. Is that where he's from? Yeah, we'll go with that. I, we'll I can't pronounce it either. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. I, I'm pretty sure that's as close as I'm going to get. So. <laughs> That's that it? it? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Ricky. So, Fuchs, I think next episode is going to be, the whole episode is going to be Barry chasing after Fuchs. I think Fuchs mm-hmm. is, is going to start his own gang, and I think Barry and Noho are going to collaborate. I think Barry, Noho, and Cristobal are all going to collaborate together and okay. go after Fuchs, because I believe Barry is going to manipulate, well, not manipulate, but, you know, tell a story and really try to convince them to go after Fuchs. I don't know who Fuchs is going to round up, but I feel like that's going to be what season three is. And then I feel like Barry at some point is going to see Sally and to see how much of a of a what's the word I'm looking for? That's that's not a mean word, but she's just all about herself. Self centered. She's yeah. a self centered. <laughs> so I think he's gonna it's gonna ding on him. 
because if you saw this last episode, she asked him how the audition went, and he mm. and he responded, and she was number one, she's smoking a cigarette. We never even saw her right, smoke exactly, a cigarette, exactly. and then two, her reply, I, I don't, I didn't really want an an answer. Yeah, I was like, what? So I feel like Barry's gonna notice that and is going to address it, and then the the whole season three is gonna be. Barry going after Fuchs. Ooh, I have another prediction. I think him and Sally will break up because he's going to end up having to leave now that Gene has heard this premonition Mm. um, or thinks that he recalls. He will now banish uh, Barry and Barry is now going to be Berkman again because we heard him say that and he's going to give up the acting class for a little while he's going to give up with Sally and he's going to be his assassin (laughs) self that was my prediction yeah I do feel (laughs) like Barry's um, you know going into darkness is going to go further until he probably find Fuchs I I do think Noho Hank is going to somehow you know end up basically on top and I think Gene is going to absolutely kick Barry out the class I don't think he's going to turn him in but I think that at at right now he is going to be he's going to start off the season at least next season as Barry Berkman All right, you guys thank you so much for joining us this has been an amazing amazing after show thank you guys it's been a great 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 season so we hate to leave you guys we hate that it's over but this conversation piece where can everyone find you you can find me on Instagram at M-I-S-S conversation piece I can't wait for the next season you guys leave a comment uh, like subscribe thank you so much for tuning in and you can find me at Ricky Vitucci on Instagram and all social media platforms and I love you and thank you so much for the support and you can follow me on all of my social media at Erica E-R-I-K-A D as in door Edwards it's been a great ride you guys we love you come back next season because it'll be bigger and better stay tuned ciao for now folks our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.